Hello and welcome to a brand new week of the 3 Plus One Podcast. Shout out to my amazing co-host Tracy Bonner who is not with us this week as she is recording a brand new film in an undisclosed location. This week though, filling in the gap, we have some great guests, the men of the Friends with Combo Podcast. So gentlemen, welcome to 3 Plus One Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you. So we have... Three voices joining us on 3 Plus 1. We have Noelle and Rashawn. Both of you welcome. And we have friend of the podcast, Cognac. Hello. Of Lipstick and Cognac. I'm back, bitches. So, <laughs> Cognac, how does it feel to be a three-time guest on the 3 Plus 1 podcast? We not as love your podcast like I always told you. So Well, obviously, this podcast loves you. Oh, well, you know, hey, I love my person. <laughs> but um, like I was telling people, like, you always got to have multiple streams of income. I'm a real believer and strong believer in that. And also, um, I want to put a um, podcast together where it could be for black men in the LGBT community who has who actually really do stuff and not just focus on the mass and just the cattiness of it all and the tabloids. So let's talk about real life situations let's not focus on our sexuality let's focus on what's going on in the world what's going, so this <laughs> so this isn't a departure from lipstick and cognac but it's an extension of the cognac brand exactly so you you're have, adding you have this to this thing your brand I'm, I'm believing that we're doing radio soon too as well and step into reality so you're doing a yeah. ready yeah you're, you're working <laughs> on the lipstick and cognac show for rolling out yes. live you're also branching out into radio again yes. as well as reality TV and so you, we have with us two other members of this podcast, Combo with Friends, Rashawn and Noel. Rashawn, welcome to 3 Plus 1. Thank you for having me. We're happy that you're here. So what made you join the Combo with Friends podcast? Um, what made me join the Combo with Friends podcast? I, I, of course, I believe in Rodney. Oh, thank um, you. Cognac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just a yeah. South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, so I, of course, I believe in that. Uh, cognac is a great, amazing friend of mine, so... Um, of course, I trust his judgment. So to be a part of that, I'm, I'm very honored. You're very honored. So what is your angle or point of view that's unique to this podcast of four men? What makes you a unique voice on that podcast? So, of course, myself, I work in the fashion industry. Um, so, of course, I'm bringing fashion, philanthropy, of course, to the podcast, um, all the things I do. So, Yes. So, Noel, welcome to 3 Plus 1 Podcast. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay, and so what is your unique angle and unique voice or perspective that you're bringing to Convo with Friends? Uh, my segment will be about lifestyles. So he could calamari. Stop cutting me off. <laughs> it's about um, dating, traveling, shopping, food, wine, all of the above. Okay, all of the above. So you're yes. bringing lifestyle to the conversation. And Rodney, you bring... TV media personality. TV media personality. And our friend Antonio is not here. He's bringing real estate advice. We miss you, Antonio, and can't wait for you to join us, perhaps on the next time that Combo with Friends, that you guys join us. And so, uh, after my birthday, which was yesterday, so I had a great birthday. It was a great weekend for me. It was so me. fun. Uh, we had some fun. We're going to talk about it for anyone who wasn't here because they may not have been invited. So, with that being Shay. stated, you know, so, Noel, you talk about uh, a lifestyle portion. I'm a Scorpio. It's Scorpio season. For any of our Scorpio listeners. So, you mean you were freaking the bed. 
I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> uh, you listen to the 3 Plus 1 podcast every week. I'm certain that there has been nothing shared on air that gives you any indication that I would be anything less than ultra-conservative, 100% a missionary man. With that being said, <laughs> Noel, what... You from Mississippi. <laughs> when's your birthday? December 10th. December 10th, so you're in Sagittarius. Correct. So what can you tell our listeners about Sagittarius in general and their season, which comes right after Scorpio season? Um, <laughs> there's a lot. We are very strong lovers. Uh, we fight hard for our friends, our family, and our relationships. And we're kind of blunt. And it can be taken in a bad way sometimes, but we mean good. But you mean, can be blunt, but you mean good. All the Sagittarius that I know are really fun people. They, they're oh, fun-loving, yeah, adventurous, and they have a lot of fun. So, Rashawn, when is your birthday? May 1st. May 1st, that makes you a Taurus. Yes. So what can you tell our listeners about our Taurian friends? Well, for one thing, we're stubborn, we're hard-headed, hard workers, but we mean well, though. Just don't cross us wrong. Just don't cross you the wrong way. <laughs> you know, Tarans have a reputation for never admitting that they're wrong. Do you agree with that, or do you say that is not true? That is not true. That okay, not so true. let's talk to your friends, Noel and uh, Cognac. Do you guys agree? With my brother, I say he's a selfish asshole, but I love him. But I don't get that from Rashawn. Yeah. He'll give me a Taurus trait. No, okay. That you know of. That you know of. Yeah, that I know of. So, I want, I would like to know, what is your goal with this podcast? Your brand new podcast you're just now launching. For each of you, what is your goal and what do you hope this podcast can achieve? Me, personally, I just want to get our voices out there because there are people who will listen that go through the same things that we go through. And I know people will love to hear our sides of it and how we converse between the four of us on our outlooks on the topics. So you want to give some uh, inspirational experiences right. from your lives that you can then share with your Correct. your listeners. And yes. They can identify. They can relate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my goal is I definitely definitely want to be able to educate people on just things that are going on in the world today. Um, of course, bringing all of our different moving parts together, um, talking about just different issues in the world today. So just being able to educate people and just be able to give our insight um, and our opinions on those topics as well. For me, I do agree with what my other um, friends said. I really want to... For me personally, I'll start off with that. I feel like I can really be myself unfiltered and really say how I feel about issues without being so TV cookie cutter. You know what I mean? Like, And I feel like every one of us have our own strengths or weakness that we can share with the world that we've been through because we all have been through things personally. And that's, that's that sort of tell. But we all have a story to tell where I feel like our listeners will really love and enjoy about each and every one of us. We are four different people. We are totally all different. And that's the reason why I want us to be all together because, like, his walk is different from mine's, Antonio's, Prashad's, and everybody. Like, and we try to come that together to show that you can't be different but all at the same place. Right. You guys, you may be in the same place, but you're different in that place. Yes. And everyone, I think that's a really great kind of uh, point of view and, and goal to achieve. So, one thing that you talked about with Sean is that you're focused on fashion. Yes. 
What is something that is going to be a fashion forward trend for our listeners in 2020? So as we're right now in the fall season, getting ready for winter and then spring, what should our listeners, both male and female, be aware in regards to fashion trends? Um, Well, for me personally, um, my fashion is very different than most. Um, I'm a huge European fashion lover. Um, I'm not really stuck on the whole American fashion. Um, I feel that a guy should be able to be very open to who he is uh, um, by what he wears. Um, so, of course, that's why I definitely I love the European fashion. I think, of course, in America, we are very stuck on the, the sexual. Women can only wear this. The man can only wear that, you know. Um, so I'm very big on the European fashion that, you know, especially if you go to Europe, you see guys will wear capes and all kind of different things versus here in the States. A guy that may have a cape on, we may look at him crazy. <laughs> right, so it would so, be abnormal in exactly. America to see a man with a cape, but in exactly. some parts of Europe, it may be more common. Exactly. You could see a man wearing a cape in America if it's like a superhero. Right. Right, like if he's exactly. out here, he's trying to save... Right. <laughs> I was going to say hoes. But, you know, I'm trying, you know, but hey, why not? So if you see a man out here wearing a cape, maybe trying to save some hoes, right. and therefore would possibly... That's why we see it. So, Noelle, you're focused on lifestyle. What are some lifestyle tips or something that you want to share with our listeners to kind of cue up what you bring to the podcast? Um, I feel like I will talk a lot about the dating life, like the dating do's and don'ts and dating 101. What is one major dating don't? Um, a pet peeve of mine is being on your cell phone. You hate it. I hate it. If we're if if this is our first date, like all phones should be put aside so we can have an adult conversation, actually get to know each other to see if we're gonna. Be Quick a question, Noel. Would it matter if it's face up or face down? No, because we're not together, so it doesn't matter if your phone's going off. Just don't touch it. Don't answer it until the date is over. Mm, okay. You agree, Rodney? To me personally, if I'm on a date. Um, with you, your phone to be facing up. From what like Noel said, we're not together. What are you hiding? You know what I'm saying? If your phone's like that, I feel like you're a sneaky ass bastard. I'm walking away from you. You, if the phone is face down, you feel the person has something to hide in general. Clearly, because so, this is what when people are dating, I want to. You know, I hope Noel can say everyone can test to this. Obviously, you've been talking to people before me. I'm not dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna be shocked that somebody call your phone. Your phone ring. I'm like, oh my god, who calling you? You know, like, you don't owe anybody anything. If you're single, I don't got to say, I'm going on a date tonight. I'm just going to pick up my phone so I get done. So if I see your phone going off, I'm not, I'm not the one to trip about that. However, your phone's like this. Like, what you had him for? So why does that matter, though? It's a, I don't know. I don't like people. I guess because I'm such an open book. Like, the obvious is the obvious. I don't want to know. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm not the one to trip about you get messages. But I don't like, when people like that, I feel like you're sneaky. And you want to withhold information. And you want to make, you want to put yourself in this presentable, like this person takes like, you this perfect patty, and nobody's perfect. So I feel like I can never, like, trust you around serious topics, or like, I feel like you always want to withhold information. You agree, Noel? I mean, that's not a main focus of mine on a date, whether or not your phone is flipped up or down. My thing is I want your undivided attention. As so undivided attention. It, uh-huh. that's all so I that would be about. a dating do is give me the attention. Give your date the attention that he or she deserves. Right. But what if you, because we're living in the 21st century and we're living in a brand new time. So one thing that perhaps one of Cognac's dates 
did not want him to see was that while he's on the date, they're receiving notifications from Tinder or Bumble or some other dating app. Right. And they don't... Grinder. Sponsor us. <laughs> okay, so they don't want Rodney, they don't want him to know that they're still entertaining options and offers right there in that moment. Literally, 0.1 miles away is a, another opportunity. So therefore, <laughs> they have the phone upside down. Um, you're saying that that doesn't bother you. Right. And so as we're in this 21st century with all new opportunities that are out there, do you feel as though there's too much opportunity out there? It is. Because I always tell people what you want do, the next person will. And do you think it makes it harder for people to find and enter into committed relationships? Definitely. What do you Especially guys think? Especially in Atlanta. Hell yeah. Because a person think like that, not saying he's wrong for thing like that, but if you feel like if I don't do this one thing and that means we're over because somebody else will do it, like you feel like you're entitled and I don't like entitled people. Like mm-hmm. go away from me. Like I'm just good. You know also, what I'm saying? Because I feel yeah. like you should be able to say no. Yeah. Like you, not on, not, that's not my mind. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying what. No, I'm just saying like you made a good point because right. some people really feel like right. that. Like if you don't do this, say like somebody say, I want you to uh, do something sexual. You're not comfortable with doing. They would ask you to do something sexual you're not comfortable with. Yeah. Such, such as what would be something that they could ask you to do sexually that would make you uncomfortable that would cause you to say no. This is not going to continue. I guess for me, when I first meet a person. Like, I don't, I'm not going to give you head. I would say that. Okay. Not on the first date. It's like, clearly, no. This is, this is, this is me. You mean, you mean oral sex? Oral sex. Yeah, so yeah. It's oral sex. So you... <laughs> <laughs> what? I can't, what? <laughs> you can say, you can say head if you would like to. I mean, I said hoes, so, you know, we could name the episode oh, head and hoes <laughs> if you, you want to say that. But you're saying that oral sex for you is not something that you would engage in on the first date. No, no. Is that date. something that you would receive on the first date? And now, if you want to do it, I'm not going to stop you. And that's what I want to do. And that gets me mad with people. No, it's not. No, it is not. Because... I won't give it to you, but if you want to give it to me, I'm okay with it. But you probably okay with doing and I'm not here to stop you however comma if that is my heart no did anybody tell your ass to go down there if I told you before we had sex I'm not su- I'm not sucking your penis so you had sex with the man on the first night I will I'm not I will but you won't give me it no I'm not so different cause you use condoms oh god so I don't to me I know for me yeah. this is me Sex to me is not the end all be all. People feel like you should wait eight months to have sex and this person will be forever. Like, I think that's a whole damn myth. I know people waited six months, eight months, got they want it and left. For me, I feel like I want to know what I'm getting into because the shit ain't good and ain't bad. You ain't trying to learn nothing. I can still have sex because no a person. I will say that for me. Right. Like, sex not this sacred, old type thing to me. Sex right. is sex. You know, this. That's what it is. And so, Rashawn, for you, what would be a uh, first date deal breaker? So for Rodney, someone who's asking him to do something that he is not ready or willing to do, what would that, you know, for you, what would be a first date deal breaker? Oh, I think for me, definitely, I agree with Noel. Um, not being, not showing me an attention. Um, if you're on a first date and you're in your phone or what have you, um, I'm a person that I need attention. <laughs> so definitely, yeah, if you're not paying me any attention, I'm... I'm over it at that point because you're you're setting the tone already for what the relationship's going to be about. 
Okay. Okay. And, and so going back to Noel, my last question for our Monday uh, pregame before going to some of our topics. What if you are on a first date and you're not attracted to the person that you met because you met them on a dating app and that person or even a blind date as they were back in the day. No, I don't do that. And, you know, <laughs> wait, you don't do a blind date? Hell no. So you don't let your friends introduce you to a friend. You have a blind date, but you're willing to do a blind tennis I need I'm going to say friends send your screenshot of their Instagram. <laughs> you got to have a picture at all. You got to have yeah, a picture. Yeah, I okay. have to have a picture. You know what they look like. Yes. I mean, if I... You know, finish your question because I'm going to give you my answer. Okay, but my, my question is, and you realize there is no initial attraction, right. would you not use the phone as a way of breaking up the, the tension of that not-so-awesome, like already off the bat, you know it's not going anywhere because there's no level of attraction? Well, I have a strong friend zone game, so I could easily put you in a friend zone on that first date. So for me, if I'm not attracted to you, I'm going to friend zone you. Okay. And I'm going to let it be known. Like we'll be friends, be friends. Mm-hmm. but are you guys really gonna be friends or no? I mean, if I if there's a, a friendly connection, then yeah, and then as long as you don't cross any boundaries, then we're good. Then you're good. Then you're good. Yeah. Okay. You were gonna say Rodney? You know, Rodney is older. You know, I'm just gonna keep it real. I don't have Rodney. Time. You are a millennial. I am like, millennial. And he, and so, but so you're the oldest person on your podcast. No. No. I think I'm the baby. Mm-hmm. I'm the baby. Wow. Yeah, Ronnie, you know. <laughs> just said you were older. No, but I'm getting older. So okay, for you're me, feeling like you're getting yeah, older. Yeah, for okay. me, I'm not going to waste your time. You're not going to waste mine. I will friends on you. I'll make sure I say words just like friend, like Noel said. Are we going to be good friends? Like, (laughs) I can't wait for you to meet my other friends. Like, you know what I'm saying? I won't get up and be like, I'm going to, because it's rude, you know, because like, I'm not, I'm not going to hurt nobody's feelings. But I will really put you in like, this is where we at. Don't think you're going to be anything else. (laughs) And that'll be what it will be. That'll be what the whole day will be. Like, I'll be talking, laughing. I'll already be on my phone. Look at this on Instagram. (laughs) Okay, okay. And so, interesting. And it's great to get these perspectives. Uh, I'm I'm excited to hear in, in the next episodes that you guys drop. I have been asking for the episodes. You guys had a great pilot and a nice little premiere. And I haven't heard anything since. So we'll talk about that, though, on tomorrow's episode. Right now, let's talk about Katie Hill. Katie Hill is a Democratic representative from California. Uh, She won a very contested race against a uh, longer-standing Republican. uh, And she really ushered in this new wave of female leadership in our House of Representatives. She is the first of those Democratic leaders to fall. She announced that she was leaving Congress because she's become too much, her personal life had become too much of a distraction as she's going through a very bitter divorce with her husband who is fighting for spousal support, custody of their child, and uh, possibly leaked nudes of her. Mm. So the news and the sexual acts that she engaged in have caused her to withdraw. In addition to that, she's also the first openly bisexual member of our Congress. What do you guys think about Katie Hill? She going through it. <laughs> She's going through it. Sis is going through it. <laughs> <laughs> she is going through some things. Um, do you think that it is appropriate to use noobs against someone? 
Because it's going to happen a lot more. Hell as no. Your generation of millennials, you guys have lots of nudes out there. <laughs> Not I in my generation. We ain't drop. We didn't do that. For what I was saying, we didn't have that. cell phones. I don't, use, I don't think you should use it against someone, but. I, I mean, feel like you if you're done, you done it. You done it. You done it. If you did it, you, you did it. it, and you need to own up to your shit and be like, "Hey, I did send news back in my day." But I feel like she's a weak person. For one, when you are a politician, you should you should already be on guard. She also has like sex with two staffers. You grown? <laughs> like, why do we think people are pitching this? This is what, this, one of my biggest fears, Didi, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Okay, it's really getting big up there, and people thinking I'm supposed to be picture. Perfect Sally, mm-hmm. because I am now up to high school. People supposed to be on the court, look up to me. I don't want to change my life or my world to fit people. I don't even hit. I'm not even going to know. I want to, like a pretext of support, but don't put me on these high standards. What he put on your pastor, you get what I'm saying? Like, don't put, don't assign to me standards that are higher than you would assign to a religious leader. Yes, like I'm human. Humans have sex at the end of the day, like. People have sex, so for one, I don't respect the person who's too weak to um um they fold under pressure. She needs to go because day, she you're saying that she was weak and she should have stood to the pressure. She, she should have, yes, and that's life. Even so though she teaching, had, even though she had inappropriate relationships, also with her staff, that's fine. No, that is perfectly no, fine. I that's disagree. perfectly fine. You should not fraternize with your colleagues, child. That's Eat trashy. Being rule three ten. <laughs> What are your thoughts? Um, I definitely think she should have probably just went ahead and just toughed it out. Um, it's life. Like you said, we all probably got news out there and everything else. So, I mean, it is what it is. You you took an oath to be in Congress, Senate, whatever job yeah, in, the, in, in Congress, House of Representatives. So right. So she took an oath. Um, and I mean, it is what it is. Tough it out. It'll go away after a while. Man, I call Olivia Pope. <laughs> but you don't think that her actions make her too much of a distraction for the work that has to happen as a congressman. Repeat your question one more time. I mean... Her yeah. work. Like, her... These personal issues that she's going through with leaked nudes, uh, major, Let dirty, me stop you nasty right divorce. The first lady have porn pictures out. Okay? We have Donald Trump as the president of the United States, and you're telling me that she's worse than Donald Trump? Trash it. She's too weak. She needs to go. No, I'm not saying that she's worse. No, than I'm Donald not Trump. saying that. But, but you're I'm just saying, saying that we have Donald if Trump. Donald Trump can stay in the White House after the things that he said. Yes. With Trump by yes. Side, and she's shown her. Yeah. Private part. Hell, you yeah. can Google it. You can. They Google. probably got it down now. But hell, I'm just saying, Melania. I, I have never, I've never seen Melania's kitty, and I do not ever want to. Yeah, see she looked like Melania's this. kitty. Uh, <laughs> her husband, he was the one who leaked them, right? Her, her yes, her ex husband is the one who they are accrediting the leaking. Sounds like a form of re- retaliation to me. Yeah. It is, and I think that she plans to fight him now and continue on in that fight. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know. Well, the I guess what the things Katie but, in high school. Wait, who was the Katies? So, Katies, high school Katie, high school Katie was around the girl, around the white girl. How was uh, high school Tulsi? Tulsi Gabbard has been accused of being a Russian plant and possibly preparing to launch a third-party campaign. This was announced by the rightful president of the United States, Hillary Clinton, 
a couple of weeks ago, and now it's come forward that Hillary was probably very right, that this is very likely that she is in line with the Russians and also is aligning herself in many ways to Republicans. <sighs> Any thoughts on Tulsi Gabbard? Fire her, get rid of her, send her back to where she came from. She needs to go. She needs to go. So, just like Trump needs to go. And I'm happy that he's finally getting impeached. It's in the process. The impeachment inquiry has yes. been approved. That Amen. was approved last week. And it is moving forward. So, you know, Tulsi Gabbard is running for the Democratic nomination for the President of the United States of America. Have you guys found a candidate you're really interested in? Also, in that same breath, Beto, Beto O'Rourke on Friday announced that he was discontinuing his campaign. I don't know who that is. Beto O'Rourke, from, uh, he ran for state senate against Ted Cruz mm-hmm. in um, Texas. And he almost won, but he lost. Almost as a count, Brandy said it. Yeah, almost as a count. <laughs> you guys have someone that has won your heart in this Democratic preseason. I honestly don't have anyone. Okay. Me either. Me either. Okay, Rodney? Black Hiroshima will be full of come over friends. Trust me, okay. these people. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to give them a little bit of school. So I'm going to say, something. let me say this. No, 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 no. Let, okay, give us this. a shout I'm going to have to so. tell, give you what I give all my guests. And all millennials, because this, let me tell you, just, you know, for those listeners who are brand new, and I hope we do have some new listeners, we love you and we we welcome you. The 3 Plus 1 podcast started with myself and one of my former students, and we have about a 10-year age gap. Uh, And what we wanted to do was have a bridge between the Zennials and Millennials. Zennials are what's called an echo generation between Generation X, hence the X, and the millennials, hence the lineals. So you get Zen, X E N N I A L S, Zennials, my generation. And one continuous trend among my millennial guests is that you guys are not very enthused about politics. They care about fashion when clothes, you're the future ones. of America. And I blame you for President Trump's election. You're one of the you key should. demographics that I blame. For the failure of the American Democrat democracy and having Donald Trump, who wants to pull your children in cages and then send you out of the country you were born in. So now tell me what, what you were going to say, Rashawn. So my thing is this. <clears throat> I truly believe that, for one thing, I, I know, especially as being African-American, we've grown up to be that you are a Democrat. I think the older I get, the Democratic Party does not really Go to what I go to. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm, I'm leaning more towards being more independent or liberal. So I think a lot of times, us as being millennials, we still are in that age to where we have been embedded to, oh, you have to be a Democrat, you have to vote Democrat. That's where it has to go. And it's really not. Let me say this. And I'm not going to knock you for whoever. I feel like you can vote for you want to vote for a Republican, Democrat, whoever. I don't care. As long as you vote. Because it's been plenty of days where my great-grandmother from Mississippi told me how she, she, they got railroad, railroad rocks thrown at them for trying to get education. People at their house trying to burn their house up and trying to vote. So I think it's very disrespectful for anybody black, black, 
You're black first at the end of the day. Before you gay, male, whatever, straight, whoever, you're black. It's too many black people that died for your ass to even sit on your ass and not do shit. Somebody died, bled for your ass. So for you not to vote, I don't give a damn about what's going on. That really pisses me the fuck off. And I'm not trying to be rude or mean or nasty, but because I am from Mississippi, I seen and heard horrible stories. I had a cousin who got his dick cut off and put in his mouth and hung where his mother could see him for him trying to talk to a white woman. I have a cousin who was taken out of his bed where his mom and dad was for this trying to go to school. So for people who don't care, yes, these Doshi Gavanas, all this shit, it's cute. But we don't care about main issues. That what pisses me off. I don't get damn if you're Republican, Independent, whoever. Get your ass out and vote and believe in something. This is my take. My thing is with that. Noel, tell us your thing. Um, <laughs> we never said we didn't vote. Right. Mm-hmm. We just said that we haven't found a person who we would want to vote for. At no one. No one speaking. So, to no matter you what yet. happened exactly. in Mississippi, that has nothing to do with our response. Right. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, stand, I stand by what I said. That's right. However, no, stand by. Stand no. by. But for stand real, I mean, anybody day. is but better than Trump. That's what I'm trying to say, y'all. Trump is a horrible man. I, I agree with you. But we never did say we would. But Rashawn, you right. make some good points. <laughs> I, I understand that, right? I do. I get it. Mm-hmm. Millennials are. And have been raised to, you know, try to think a little different, be innovative outside the box, Definitely. see things differently. And you should question everything. You really should. You should question yeah, the I'm Democratic not, Party. For the record, I'm right. not knocking Rashawn for now. When I was Democratic. 12 years old, I questioned the Democratic Party at age 12. Yeah. And I began my research and I looked at the overall. And by age 13, I was right back and had made my decision that I was going to be a lifelong member of the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. Because what the Republican Party believed in and, uh, and the push from their leader at the time, Newt Gingrich, made me realize that there was no way they would ever be aligned with my values and what I believe America should be a land of diversity a land where people had opportunity everybody not just wealthy inherited opportunities not just opportunities given to you because of race but opportunities because you deserve them because they were your God given right and I and I really but to feel, be honest let me say this if I made millions of dollars I'm just gonna put it out there and bitch my taxes ain't that damn high for making millions of dollars Hell, I'm probably Republican. That's because I hold my money. I'm just being. You, you see, he sounds like no, the whole country. No, no, it's right not. Now, right? No, I, I'm if he still had voting. The money, he will be Republican. But I know but a lot of people. If he doesn't have the money, he's going to be a fucking No, no, no. Right? I know a lot of people. No, I'm talking about voting. 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 No, I didn't. I said voting. No, I didn't. I said voting. I said voting. However, coming, it's a lot of black people who have money who vote for Republican for that reason because they get tax breaks and they should be ashamed. And that is true. That's, that's the truth. Because what they're doing is they're voting at the end of the day, they're voting against their own interests. There were a number of people who voted for Trump who were of Hispanic descent. And then they're sitting here screaming about their relatives getting deported. And I hope they, they voted, get deported. They voted and I mean against that. their interests. There is not How the hell one... you gonna vote for somebody who don't want your damn family? You know, I'm gonna say this. And you cry Rodney, and screaming when they gone. Rodney. Also, as a Mississippian who had relatives go through exceptional feats of um, oh, exceptional feats in overcoming in order to vote and, and be able to have a vote that counted, 
I would have to say and be inclined to say, hands down, I don't care how much money God blesses me with. I would never vote for any candidate who is going to act against the self-interest of myself or my family or my ancestors. I am beholden to the legacy that I believe. But you do know that black people run for Republicans. Until like the 1960s. Ronnie, it's not a black legacy that I'm believing in. It's not a white legacy I'm believing in. It's Can I agree with Michelle? Sometimes Democrat values don't line up with me. What Democratic and value doesn't align with you? Sometimes Ronnie? like they're pushovers, and I feel like they don't really go in. They're like getting they pushed should. over by Republicans. Does that mean you vote for a Republican? The the bully pushing them over? No. Sometimes sometimes I feel like how Donald Trump he was a Democrat before he turned Republican. I feel like people switch up to get what they want, and then your values don't line with what you stand for. You're not voting on the right things. You're not voicing your concern. There's a lot of people in politics who don't really do what they're supposed to do for their constituents. Constituents. Okay, yes, for their constituents. So it's just something I hope that you guys do continue to do some research and continue to really think about you know what uh, candidate speaks to you uh, in the upcoming election. Um, we down no better. But I like Kamala out. Harris. Kamala is actually putting all of her stock in Iowa, so if she doesn't do well in Iowa. She's very likely to also drop out. And I and think it's I time. Like, um, I think it's time. What's the man name? Cory Booker. Time. Touch. Cory Booker. Cory Booker. I think Cory and Kamala both need to also step out if they don't do well in Iowa. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, someone who is not doing well is uh, for, Forever 21. Have you guys ever shopped at Forever 21? I yes. Have. So I've never shopped there, damn. I've never been inside a Forever 21 store. Uh, however, I know that young millennial men mm-hmm. go there. Uh, I would. I did know, when I was 21. When you were 21? A couple of times. A couple, but not, not now. No. So Forever 21 is closing 21 stores and they've announced bankruptcy. Do you feel as though this is a loss to the retail sector? Yes, because it's cheap. And um, they have nice stuff. But it looks good. Mm-hmm. For one, for me, I'm just being honest. Like, I like nice shit. I like a good name brand, but I don't want to be one of those stores paying on damn three or four dollars on the fucking shirts. I don't damn who it is. Like, I'm just being honest. Like, I like a nice shoe. Like, I got a nice Gucci shoe. I got a nice Versace shoe. However, comma, I don't wear those every day. For everyday wear, I don't want to make my everyday wear clothes, shirts and pants being $190, $200, dollars plus. Just go outside and go to the store. You know what I'm saying? We need those stores for like this uh, everyday wear look just to be you. Like, I play time and place. When you walk around carpet, when you go into events, put on your nice stuff. Make sure, you know, that's what mm-hmm. it's time for. Like, for me, I'm not going to walk around in um, Lennox Mall with Gucci shoes and Louis shoes on just because, what, what, what is it? I mean, for me, I don't, this is me. I know this, I don't see the purpose of doing that. Like, you can walk in that shit still be broke. Rochelle, what do you think as a fashionista? <laughs> a fashionista, I'm not sure the right term. <laughs> Um, I definitely think they'll bounce back, though. Um, I agree with Roddy on the... I mean, you, they do have a uh, reasonable priced... I'm not going to say cheap. They have reasonably priced um, <laughs> items. Um, so definitely, yes. Um, I think it will be a loss to, you know, um, the fashion industry and everything as a whole. Um, but I definitely think they'll be able to bounce back, though. You think they will bounce back? Yeah. What is What do you think is a loss? I mean, what does Forever Twenty One add to the scene? I, I again, I've never been in a Forever Twenty One store. Okay, I mean, but you, but you know what? Honestly, their stuff is reasonably priced. 
But it's, I mean, honestly, it's like a comparison of H and M. So I, I, I don't honestly, go there either. H and M has probably they kind of took over them. I think so. Because okay. you can go on H and M and find a T shirt for five dollars. The same thing you can go on Forever Twenty One and yeah. find a T shirt for five. Yeah, when they called me a monkey, they got they got shut down in yeah. my eyes. Yeah. Um. So interesting. I think we had an interesting slate of topics. I want to tell us, Noel. Coming from a financial standpoint, this was beneficial to them. If you read it, they closed down two hundred stores, mm-hmm. which means they're see- they're getting more income from their online store. Most people shop online now. I come from retail. I used to work in retail when I was in college. And we did have those slow moments where you did not get that foot traffic in the door. And a lot of stores do get shut down because of that. So, just because they filed bankruptcy on 200 stores don't mean they're not getting money. Mm-hmm. They're getting the money through the people shopping online, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and just me personally, I like to shop online. I don't like yeah. to go in the store. I agree. And I hope the world will go to that. You, you, I hate you, shopping online. I was a big. They're making baby. it too convenient. Like you can grocery shop mm-hmm. online now, and they yeah. deliver to I your mean, front door. That makes sense. Grocery grocery, but for me, my thighs and my waist. Sometimes some pants, I just kind of did European look. I can't fit their clothes. When I go to Zara, I feel like a fat girl. You know what I'm saying? But my waist is a thirty-two. But because of my body, the like the way it's shaped, like something I just can't wear. And I remember I found some cute clothes on ASOS. And I loved them. The shirt fit just fine. The pants were not going to pass here. <laughs> and what you did? You sent the back, right? I sent the back and I said, fuck shopping okay. online. That was your, <laughs> like, that that was your last online shopping for <laughs> That was my last okay. online just shopping. Just send it back and order another pair. Okay. Child, I'm not going to buy I said, fuck this European <laughs> look, bitch. Let me carry my ass to South America. And you have to, you have to go there. So, you <laughs> yes. know, okay. Well, interesting. So... Uh, we will stop there and thank you guys for joining us on a Monday and we thank our listeners for joining us on a Monday and we hope that you listen to our Tuesday drop. Have a great rest of the day. Bye. Bye. <laughs>